Welcome in everyone to our GSP Ace of the Day presented by DraftKings. It feels like it's going to be one of those days, folks. Just so much action going on both in and out of the professional tennis world. Of course, on the tennis court, we've got some really exciting play on Tuesday. The final ATP Masters 1000 event of the season in Paris taking place. We have so many of our favorite top male players in the world taking part in the action. Going to be a really fun day on the court. Of course, off the court here in the United States, it's a Day And we try not to talk about the non-tennis things happening in the world on our Crack Rackets podcast, but I will simply say this, go vote. You've heard it on every commercial, every radio spot, every podcast, every tweet, everyone's saying it. There's a reason. Today is the day you get to express your opinion, and for a democracy to work, people need to express their opinions. Any complaints you may have, any you know things you may have noted to your friends, to your family members over the course of these past two years, these past four years, over the course of your lifetime— any problems you have with our government, today's your day to go express those problems. It's been said before, but here in America, you get the opportunity to overthrow the federal government every two years, and you get to do it legally the way you do it by voting. So go vote. Drag your friend to the polls. Of course, I do care who you vote for, but that is not the discussion for today. More importantly than anything, go express your voice. Go have your opinion heard. Go vote. It is the one thing we can do to make this democracy work. But with that in mind, we're going to help keep your mind off of things today. I offer you a distraction. Of course, there is so much fun action going on in the professional tennis world. Why not take advantage of that action? Why not have your stresses throughout the day be about the picks you make with our friends at DraftKings? And if for some reason you aren't playing along with us, it's very simple, folks. Here's how you can take advantage of DraftKings limited time offer for our fans. You can go to DraftKings.com, create your DraftKings Sportsbook account, and make a deposit. From there, DraftKings will match your first deposit at 20% up to $500. After that, it gets really easy, maybe even easier than voting, depending on the state you live in. You're going to make your first bet, and DraftKings will also match that with a risk-free first bet up to $500. Just go to dkng.co slash cracked open to play. That's dkng.co slash cracked open. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, one 800 9 Within in Indiana, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, or 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. Users must be 21 years or older and in a participating state to take advantage of this offer. Deposit bonus is in DK dollars, which have no cash value and must be used on DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. As always, you want to see my list of the complete picks for Tuesday's matches. Be sure to go check out our website, CrackedRackets.com where you can see this podcast in article form, of course, again. If you want to hear a recap of each day's biggest storylines, results, and controversies from throughout the tennis world, go check out the Mini Break podcast. And I will say, go check out our newest YouTube series. We called it The Deciding Point. Jamie McDonald and I going through a fast four format of the four biggest storylines in the tennis world in any given week, then ending with our fifth point. The Deciding Point was a really fun series, pretty short as well, only 12 minutes. I actually think you can listen to the first episode here on this Great Shot podcast feed. Of course, you want 
to see my scraggly face, I need to go to the barber, folks. And believe me, I will before next week's episode. You want to see Jamie McDonald's beautiful, smiling, Jill Simone-esque face, go check out that video on our YouTube channel. But what did you come to today's podcast to hear? My picks for Tuesday's matches. So with that in mind, let's get to our selections for the ace of the day. And I'm not going to lie, elections on my mind, clearly bleeding into my picks today. I have three American money lines. I want to hit right off the bat, then we'll get, of course, to our two parlays on the day. Let's start with our American Moneyline male favorite, Taylor Fritz, minus 150 over Richard Gasquet tomorrow. And look, these two have never played before, and for Taylor Fritz, it's been an ugly restart, really. It's been an ugly since the clay court season had begun. You look for Fritz, what he has done so far here since play restarted in August, and it's so surprising, right, because he had that great world team tennis season, but since the restart began, you look at what happened for him in Cincy, he loses, you know, second round to Bedene. That's fine, but a match he really could have won, U.S. Open, he loses that five-set match to Denis Shapovalov after having chances to close it out in the fourth set. You know, Clay is never going to be his thing, but first-round loss in Rome, first-round loss in Hamburg, third-round loss at the French Open, probably hoping to do a little bit better than two and three during the Clay court stretch. And then, you know, thus far here on the indoor hard courts, a three-set loss to Cam Nori, uh, a win over Apelka, but then a five and six loss to Lloyd Harris, and then last week, the 4-4 four and four loss to Borna Chorich. It's true. He doesn't come in in the best of form, but what has Richard Gasquet really done to blow you out of the rudder, right? We've seen Richard Gasquet play some really good first sets, and the one that jumps to mind, that set he took over Alex Diemenauer, I believe, uh, in Antwerp, he ends up you know losing that match in three, but that was a really high level from Gasquet through the first two sets. The shot making, of course, you know, if you don't have the speed to keep up with him, if you're hitting balls in the center, He's just going to move you around the court. Uh, but, of course, he loses in St. Petersburg to uh, Gas, uh, to Medvedev in three sets as well. We've seen some great first sets from him, but the key is just sticking around. Can you make the match physical? And, you know, that is an issue for Taylor Fritz. I do think matchup-wise this is a little bit on the trickier side. Of course, you look in the career head-to-head for these two, Taylor Fritz, Richard Gasquet. They've never played. They were supposed to last year, uh, but they didn't end up doing so. Why I like Taylor Fritz in this one after making that case for Gasquet, and by the way, again, you look at Richard Gasquet, it's not like he's been incredible, uh, right? He was second round of Cincy, second round of the U.S. Open uh, on the hard courts, and again, he lost both of those matches to Medvedev and Hour. It's not like he pulled off the upset. The reason I like Taylor Fritz is the simple thing. I like his serve to the Gasquet forehand and backhand returns. I think Fritz is going to have the opportunity to play plus one tennis, to get Richard Gasquet stretched. And again, Gasquet is going to slice and dice. He's going to keep balls out of the Fritz strike zone. But I just really like Taylor Fritz. This has not been... Taylor Fritz has been playing too well. He looked too good coming into this restart to end his season in this sort of fashion. I just think he's not going to lose. I don't think he loses this match to Richard Gasquet. I think he's the sort of guy who bounces back after two bad weeks of playing, ends up with a victory here in a match he should win. He's got the biggest weapons on the court. The match will be on his racket if he can make enough first serves. And indoor hard courts, I'm going to say that, yes, he can. So I'm going to 
take Fritz minus 150 over Gasquet, $4 to win 256 All American French battles I'm realizing now as I turn to my next American money line. Tennis Sangren plus 135 over Pierre Uzer Bear, $2 to win 270 Now, of course, some of you may remember they played for the first and only time in their career a couple of weeks ago back in Cologne. Air Bear, a 6-3-3-6-6-3 victory over Sandgren. Why I like Sandgren in this one? I think in pro tennis, it's really hard unless you're a Federer, a Djokovic, a Nadal, one of the top 5-10 players in the game, to beat a top 50 opponent in back-to-back matches, especially for someone like Air Bear, whose game is so predicated on misdirection and breaking up your rhythm, throwing in big serves you don't expect, throwing in the slices, sneaking in. Tennis Sandgren has now seen Air Bear's game once, and you know you look at the total points in their first battle for Sandgren. He won 92 Air Bear's 95 total points. It was an either-or match. There were three breaks of serve for Sandgren, four for Air Bear. Neither guy served particularly well in that first matchup, but. Again, I look for Sandgren to right the ship. I saw how well he was playing uh, through August. Clearly, he took the five and a half months of quarantine seriously from a training perspective. I look for him to win this match, to, again, build a little bit of momentum. I like that he's the underdog. We're going to take him as the underdog here over Air Bear, who's been good of late as well. But I just think Sandgren, too good of a returner, too good of an athlete. He's going to put more pressure on Air Bear this time. He's going to see the serve and the patterns coming. Give me Sandgren in this one, two to win, 270. And then last but not least, give me Tommy Paul over Jill Simone, a plus 190 odds here on Tommy Paul. And, you know, for Paul, obviously, he was up, what was it, five? in that third set breaker against John Millman in the quarterfinals. Millman goes on to win the tournament last week in Nur Sultan, but... Look, I, I said this all last week. I just think Tommy Paul's got more weapons. I don't know what Jill Simone does to hurt him. And for Simone, you know, he has been good of late. And by the way, Simone Paul, this will be the first matchup for them in their career head-to-head. But we look at what Simone has done uh, over the past couple of weeks. You know, obviously he beat Shapovalov in uh, Cologne. He beat Jordan Thompson before losing in three sets to Yannick Sinner. The week before, he loses to RBA after beating Fucevic. You look at what he did uh, over in New York during since he, he lost a three-set match in quali to Sebastian Corda at the U.S. Open. He ends up losing in straight t- sets to uh, Taylor Fritz. I just think indoor hard courts, I like Tommy Paul. I really like the way he played last week. Yeah, those courts were a lot faster than the courts he's going to be playing on today, and that allows Simone to get into his patterns, and Simone's going to make the match physical, but... I just like Tommy in this one. I think if you can't take time away from him, again, that Millman match was on his racket, and I look for him to bounce back. I think he's played really well over these past couple of weeks. I think he gets a big win here at this Masters event. He's the higher-ranked player, uh, and I think he, you know, again, you look for Tommy. He's coming off of the semifinals last week, and, you know, maybe you don't like him traveling from Kazakhstan to uh, Paris, but I do. I'm going to take Tommy Paul, plus 190 in this one over Simone, $2 to win 376 now, I think all three of those matches, Fritz, Gasquet, Sandgren, Airbear, Paul, Simone, could go three sets. And in fact, if you look at my picks for the day, in Paris, I have a lot of overs. On top of those three going over, I have Umber Tsitsipas over two and a half sets, Struf PCB, Chilich Mute, Gofen Gambos, Kasmanovic Milbin, uh, Bublik Sinego, and then Wawrinka Evans. So 10 total matches I have tomorrow on the over two and a half sets. All of those are plus 130 odds or better. So I mean, you want to 
Honestly, I do think at least five of them will hit. So you want to bet on all 10. If five of them hit, they're all over plus 130 odds. You're going to make money on the day. I think we're going to see some long, funky matches that will help us keep our mind off things as we wait for those election returns to come in. So, you know, I think overs are the play tomorrow. Uh, But of course, with that in mind, let's get to the funky parlays. And, you know, for a couple, uh, for one of them, I dipped down into the challenger matches. For the other, let's stick with Paris. Three match parlay here, plus 110. Odds. We're going to take Nishioka to win his match over Paulo Andujar indoor indoor hard courts. I don't know what Andujar does to hurt Nishioka. I think he gets to impose his variety, and I think he's a top fifty player on an indoor hard court. Give me Nishioka in that one. I think tomorrow's matchup between Milos Raonic and Alias Bedene it's going to be a hard serving, big hitting match. I think you could see one, maybe even two tiebreakers in that one. But give me Milos to Milos it up, and then lastly, give me Stefano Tsitsipas plus. 110 tomorrow against Ugo Umber. Of course, Umber two titles this year uh, on the ATP Tour. He just won in Antwerp, beat Demonauer in that final, beat Dan Evans as well, uh, which is obviously somewhat similar, I suppose, to Stefano Tsitsipas. Umber did beat Dan Evans. Yeah, he definitely did. He was down a set. They were in the breaker. He comes back 7-all. That's who he ended up hitting it against. I am very, very certain I'm right that they just played in Antwerp. I'm just doing a little fact-checking to make sure my brain's not lying to me, and in fact, it's not. But... Hey, you know, Evans plays with more slice. I think Tsitsipas hits more drives. I think that's going to give him chances to attack against Umber, who's not afraid to play two feet up behind the baseline. B, you know, I was doing some research, and you look for Stefano Tsitsipas over the course of his career, and, you know, you look uh, in ATP matches in particular against lefties. Tsitsipas has a 10-9 and record lifetime. You look further into those stats, though, for Tsitsipas, uh, you start to realize that five of those uh, nine losses came against Rafa Nadal, so you drop that down to 10 and 5. Three of the other ones came against, uh, or excuse me, drop it down to 10 and 4. Three of the other ones came against Shapovalov, and then the last one came against Manorino, and I'm not saying Umber's, you know, Umber's probably closer to a Shapovalov than a Manorino at this point, although Manorino, a finalist last week, but I just think Tsitsipas is going to be just fine against the lefty. That's not something that worries me, and I think indoor hardcourt, he's going to be able to impose his will. I think he looked really good last week before losing his match against uh, Grigor Dimitrov, who was just playing really good tennis, and I know he's a lefty, but give me Tsitsipas in this one. I think he has a good week in Paris, and then I think he builds that, rides that momentum, I should say, into a strong year-end finals finish. I like Nishioka Rayonich Tsitsipas at plus 110, $4 to win 442. That's parlay number Number one, parlay number two, it's just going to get funky, folks. I got eight names for you. The three I just mentioned, Nishioka, Rayonich, Tsitsipas. Then you're going to throw in Chilich. You're going to throw in Fritz. And then you're going to throw in uh, Berrettini and three challenger matches. J.J. Wolf, Lorenzo Musetti, and Yuri Rodionov, all to win their matches on the money line. You parlay those eight together, plus 12, 19 odds. That's too tempting for me, folks. We're throwing a dollar on that to win 12, 19 in return. So to quickly recap again. We're taking Fritz on the money line, Sandgren on the money line, Paul on the money line. We're taking Nishioka, Rayonich, and Tsitsipas in a parlay. And then we're taking the Wolf, Musetti, Rodina, Berrettini, Nishioka, Rayonich, Tsitsipas, Chilich, Fritz parlay. Those are our four aces of the day. Of course, again, to read my entire thoughts, my entire picks for Tuesday's matches, go check out our website, crackrackets.com. If you need to hear more about the goings-on in the professional tennis world, you can find all of our content on there, our links to the Mini Break Podcast, where we cover each day's biggest storylines, results, and controversies. Of course, shout out, as always, to our super producers, Max Fligner and Daniel Westoff for the 
of any job they do day in, day out. And shout out, of course, to the support we get from our friends at DraftKings. Again, if you aren't playing along with us, just go to dkng.co slash cracked open. Take advantage of their limited time offer. Uh, but with that in mind, for our wonderful friends at DraftKings, our super producers, Fligner and Westoff, and all of us here at Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You know what we say, folks. We hope you enjoy Tuesday's matches, and may the odds be ever in your favor. Don't forget to vote and have fun. We'll see you all tomorrow.